And welcome back. I'm Georgia, and you're listening to Safe Tea. It's here, back to school time. Everyone is hoping they don't have Rona as a roommate. We know times are weird. We're all looking for clarity, and it's really hard to know what to believe. Here at Safe Tea, we sent our crew out to do a woman on the street style interview to get the vibe of what you and your friends are feeling. Shall we get started? All right, first question. Are you guys social distancing? And I mean like really social distancing, six feet apart, masks, no handshake or hugs, doing it all day, every day? I live with six college girls. So as much as I try my hardest, it's not always easy per se, but I do try to put an effort into doing that. Uh, you, might, you might want to pick on him first. Why you pick on me? <laughs> you been here long. Okay. All right, so... Um, are you guys, are you social distancing? Like yes. really social distancing? Yes, ma'am. Mask? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I think that's like, right I think that's about three. Hey. Okay. Are you socially distancing? And I mean really socially distancing. Six feet apart, masks all the time, hand sanitizer, all the stuff that CDC recommends. No. <laughs> um, I would say like, I would say I've, I've tried but I also have like small groups of friends that we have hung out with each other. Um, I think masks are usually on, but outdoor settings and stuff has been a little more lax. Um, and also like being an athlete, like we're practicing and touching the same stuff. So even though we're wearing a mask, I wouldn't think that's considered socially distancing when you have to spot each other for lifts and stuff like that. Do you know anybody with it? With COVID? Lots from parties, like one person will go and then everyone ends up getting it. So I've known lots of people from grad parties, things like that, and just like spread really fast with them. So right, let's talk about some social stuff. If there's a big party going on, going? Oh, go to parties yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe if I was an athlete, I don't know. I know some people that would do it, but as an parties. athlete, I gotta be at the house. I can't take no chances. You guys take it seriously. Yeah. We want this season back. I don't trust, even if I was a party person, I don't think I'd trust other students at parties um, to be smart enough outside of the party to wear their mask and socially distance and stuff, so I wouldn't go. Okay. We all know people got a little crazy back in March and started hoarding things like toilet paper and sandy wipes. What about you? You know what hoarding is? I, I believe. Okay. Are you hoarding anything? No. Are you hoarding anything? No. Do you know anybody that is? Oh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> so, what are you hoarding? Uh, nothing, really. <laughs> My 10 extra quarantine pounds. It won't go away. Actually, at the beginning of the, at the, beginning of the pandemic, my mom went and bought quite a bit of toilet paper. <laughs> so, we were, we were definitely hoarding some toilet paper, but... Um, other than that, I've been, I've been working at Kroger, so every time we need something, I've been able to buy it and, get, like, get it from the back room, and so we haven't really been hoarding anything, so. Okay. So there you have it. Need toilet paper? Work at Kroger and hide it in the back room. 
All right, let's move on. Seems like not an hour goes by without someone saying something about COVID or the pandemic, especially on social media. How often do you get COVID updates? How often do you read and get updates on COVID? Um, I stay pretty updated, mostly through Twitter and Facebook, like social media. Um, that's about it. Though. Like daily, multiple um, times a day? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter a lot. So I usually just they have like a COVID-19 tab on like the trending page. So I check that pretty often. What do you find most interesting on that tab? Um, usually it will like update. Like the other day, actually, I read about like the face masks that... I don't know what they're called. You usually wear them like snow, snowboarding or something. They're not like the actual masks, how they're like not as effective. Um, so I read about that. Um, usually just updates about like any more CDC guidelines too, especially since I'm going to be a teacher. So I, I try to keep updated on those. So how often do you read or get updates on COVID? Um, basically every day. Like almost every single day I get emails from like on campus and stuff. If you didn't have to do it for school, would you be checking it out on your own or...? On my own, I think I would say so because I'm health services management major and majority of our classes are public health classes. So as soon as this, like, um, we heard about, like, the coronavirus, we started learning about it in classes. And we were like, oh, no way, that's going to, like, come to America. And then as soon as we found out, like, oh, there's cases in Indiana, and then no way our class is going to get, like, online or shut down. And then here we are. And it's, it's just crazy. Um, I see it like through like on my Twitter feed or I'll see it like scrolling through different like social media platforms. Do you feel like you're overwhelmed with information about COVID? Do you get tired of hearing it? Yeah, I definitely get tired of hearing it. I feel like it's all that we talk about anymore and that's okay, but I think that there's just so much different information out there. We've all had to adapt to a new style of learning. This time last year, who would have thought we would be spending so much classroom time in front of a computer. But is it really the same? Well, how about um, education-wise? Do you feel that um, you're getting as good at education with e-learning as you do with in-person learning? No, not at all. There's no way around it. Like, in-person learning is a lot better, definitely. How so? Uh, you kind of get to, like, build a personal connection with a teacher. And I, usually I use that to, like, work harder in their class. But when I'm at home, I kind of just lounge around all day, fell into unhealthy habits. I don't think so, just because um, that's a tough question. I mean, I know my campus is doing the best that they possibly can, like, with the conditions. Um, so I'm grateful for them. But also at the same time, when you're taking online classes, um, you it's a lot of, like, almost teaching yourself in an aspect feel like you're getting as much out of school with e-learning as you are with uh, in-person classes? Uh, I think so. I had a better semester last semester for e-learning than I did in person, so for me it helped. Really? Yeah. You're the very first person to say that. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. what, what was about the e-learning that made it beneficial for you? Teachers, teachers care. I felt like since since they knew we went in person, they had to like reach out a lot more, gave us more help, uh -huh. uh, more resources. I guess came available. Rather than us being in the classroom, we weren't the same, and I didn't feel like. Tell me about e-learning versus in-person learning. Um, which do you think is better, and how are you handling all this? Um, I, I like, go on to the side of in-person learning just because I think that school is so much more about, like, the people and everything, because we could learn online. We could do it all online and everything, but 
I just, I want to see my friends. I want to walk through the halls and talk to people. I don't know, just, just to meet strangers. But um, with e-learning, it's, I mean, it's there. Like, you can do it, and I mean, everyone can do it. I just think it's really, it really takes you away from the world. Sometimes we're faced with tough choices. For instance, choosing between physical distancing or attending a really important event. If you had a really, really important thing to do, like a funeral that you had to go to, but you tested positive for COVID, or a big game, you tested positive for COVID, but you had no symptoms. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I ain't missing a game. But, like, it depends on the person who died, I say. Like, somebody close to me, I'm going, I'm just being cautious, but I'm not missing a football game. There was something really, really important that you needed to do, like go to a funeral, but you tested positive for COVID like a day or two before that event. What would you do? I'm at the funeral. I personally wouldn't go. Yeah, me, go me personally, I, I probably would. I got it's, it's the last time you see somebody. I would try to figure out the best precaution, like can I come early or something, but that would be very difficult to do, especially if there's a lot of people at this age, like my grandma probably would die or something. I'm like, I personally, I got to go. I wouldn't go. It's just the fact that being around older people, I wouldn't want to catch the Yeah, see? If you had a, an important event that was coming up, and I mean really, really important, something thought you could miss, but you tested positive for COVID right before that event occurred, say something like a funeral or a wedding or something like that, would you go? No. No. Definitely not. I wouldn't want to put, like, anybody else's health at risk when I like know and I would feel bad if I can like they contracted it from me like, mm-hmm. like yeah, that would take a mental toll yeah definitely couldn't deal with that on my conscience if someone were to pass away or just get super ill because I made that decision the events over the last half of the school year were surreal we've all had to adapt now that we've had a few months to deal with COVID how do you feel about returning to school what's your mental state just give me one word, each of you, about your mental status going back into the school. I'd say, like, anxious. I would say kind of both, both sides. I'm excited and um, kind of sad because it's my senior year and I haven't really been able to do the stuff that seniors are able to do. But I'm also excited because, I mean, it is my senior year and that's a super exciting time. My mental status? Uh-huh. Um, stressed. I'm, I'm very stressed. Excitement. I get to see my friends. I get to see familiar faces, friendly faces I haven't seen in almost almost six months, and so I'm really excited. And I'm like ready. I'm ready to pack my stuff in the car and go. I'd say excited as well, but a little apprehensive, just because I don't know like what to expect and for how long we might be at school. I don't want to be like sent home. One word to describe me going back to school, I say, would probably be driven. Being able to like have the opportunity to even go into a classroom and like seeing things, I'm just really excited and hopeful. Now that you've had a chance to reflect on going back to school, what have you missed most? What is the thing that you miss most since the pandemic started? I'd say being able to like hang out with a big group of friends without worrying about worrying about whether we're gonna get it or whether someone else has it or whether people are watching us and afraid because we're not social distancing. I'd say just like being with my friends without worries sort of thing. 
What do you miss most since the pandemic started? Hugs. Even hugs to people? Oh. <laughs> I'm a huggy person. <laughs> so when I see my friends, I'm like, hey, how are you? Um, what do you miss most since the pandemic started? Freely, freely hanging out with my friends. Or but I feel like, I don't want to say in secret because we're not breaking no rules, but it's it's just kind of awkward at every social setting to be like, in you get in a mask and like then you want to like pull it down to talk where if you like feel like maybe it's too many of y'all too close, like somebody being like, hey, some kids way too close. And, yeah. yeah. And being able to just come out here and play football with your friends, you got to missing the small season. groups. Because yep. we have spring, we have a spring season. We miss that entire portion, so like that kind of sucks. Speaking of football, sports has been an aspect of life that's been turned upside down. How do you feel about playing and watching sports now? What about the inequities? How do you feel about the season? Yeah, I mean, it's sad because like athletes do devote a ton of time um, and a lot of seniors are losing their last season and stuff like that. And like, not everybody wants to go back to school for another year. Like, that's a year that you could be in the workforce. Like, I understand that stuff needs to be careful and whatnot, but also they've been back practicing for a month and a half to two months. So to now cancel it when there have been no, like, I, to my knowledge, there has not been one death across the whole U.S. And most colleges have been back practicing fall sports for a month and a half. So, and I'm not saying there won't be a death. So like, I'm not. I don't know, mm -hmm. but it is it is sad. Either way that you do it, it's it's a bad outcome. Will it affect your opinion if they cancel your season? Yeah, I mean, I will be frustrated if it gets canceled for sure. But I mean, I'm frustrated now that stuff's getting canceled. So I would say my opinion is probably pretty similar. How do you feel about the football season being canceled elsewhere? Are you guys worried about it here? Or? It's, to me, it's stupid. I want to play football. I can get Corona walking down the street. I can get Corona going to Walmart. What do you think about the football season? You're going to have it this year for you guys? I hope so. I, I, yeah, I want it. We want it. But it's not looking bright because not many people, I guess it's not affecting people really as much as it's affecting us. Like, this is something I love to do. Like, I'm at college, get a scholarship to play. Like, and I love training like you see us uh -huh. out here. But it's like people that's not working that hard for the season, they're like, oh, they cancel the football. It'll be back in a year or whatever. But to me, that's like... I'm a junior, so next year I'll be a senior, and then if I have another year, I'll be 23. Like, I want to be in a job or wherever. So if the state were to come along and say your soccer season's over, how would you feel? Yeah, I would say I would say I would feel differently than how I feel about the football, how it's, like, the right decision for football, but I'd say I'd for sure be mad about it, and I'd, I'd be trying to do whatever I could to bring the season back because that's something that, like you said, like, I've, I've worked so hard. I've worked the four from freshman to senior year, and I've worked for it for this senior year, and having that get canceled not make me very happy. Yeah. What do you find most confusing about the information you get about COVID and spread, and particularly as it relates to sports and, and activities that you're doing in, in school? Um, I just think it's um, weird, some of the rules. Like, it's all very, like, contradictory. So, like, for my cheerleading team, we are all spread out on the track with no masks. But then the second we stunt, we all have to put masks on. But the football players are out on the field wearing no masks and they're able to tackle each other and have full contact. So it's just kind of like, why is it not okay for us, but it's okay for them?
feel like the thing that is the most confusing is the non-contact sports have more rules than the contact sports. Like football, no one has to wear a mask. Lacrosse, no one. But then like for cheer and volleyball, it's so strict about the masks and I think that's so strange. So there you have it. Just like medical experts, we all have different perceptions of life during a pandemic. Starting college for the first time with all the uncertainties is hard enough, but add in a pandemic? Seems downright cruel. Here at Safety, we've put together five universal tips and truths, no matter where you stand on the pandemic. Number one, be a good human being. Wear a mask in public, do physically distance, don't social distance. This means you need to have social interactions, you just can't go around touching people to get it. So be more social and less physical. Wash your hands. 20 seconds seems like an eternity. I know. You can make it go by faster by listening to 20 seconds of your favorite song. What do you have to say about it, Sam? Like, common sense is go wash your hands. And like, wash your hands, not just put them underwater. And I feel like that having to be said is kind of sad, but it's working. <laughs> like, it's kind of sad how many people didn't do that. Number two. Have a plan if you're forced to leave your dorm and transition to online classes. Emily, why is that important? Because I don't know like what to expect and for how long we might be at school. I don't want to be like sent home four weeks in or whatever. Have the basic necessities easily accessible if you have to survive for a few days, like money, food, and a place to go. You don't need to stay packed like a natural disaster is about to strike, but do stay organized. And don't forget to fully understand the contingency plans for changes in face-to-face -face as well as e-learning for each of your courses. And make sure you get it in writing. This is very important. Referring to the playbook during the semester will help you stay on track if things suddenly change. Number three, understand your student loans and how the CARES Act may or may not protect you. Be aware that the process for admission testing and scholarships have changed. All of these colleges have canceled, submitting SATs and ACTs, going into college for the class of 2021. And so I know that created a lot of stress for me. I would say I've felt a lot of apprehension. I've been applying for colleges currently, which the pandemic ha has given me a lot more time to apply, which is good. I have more time to be at home to focus on like Common App or like scholarship um, applications. But I do have apprehension because I have been looking out of state pretty much ever since freshman year. And since junior year, I've been looking international schools. And it's just the fear of like, is this going to be still going on by the time I graduate and I'm going to college? Like, will I be able to get back in the country if I do decide to study abroad? Your financial counselors and parents are your best resources. And guys, be aware of scams. As more of your personal and financial information goes online, there's always someone willing to help themselves to it without your permission. Number four, go to your happy place. Stay in touch with family, remind them you need care packages weekly or more often if necessary. So I appreciate seeing people around and having conversations with people. Yeah. So that, that, that really taught me that um, um, socializing with people is important. Um, getting to go out and do anything is important. <laughs> so, um, but overall, I would say I had um, like support from my family. 
ramp up your endorphins with a bit of physical exercise, fall's such an amazing time to be outside. Write down your memories for posterity, just like you've had to endure listening to your parents tell you how rough it was when they were your age. You can one-up them and create a masterpiece to share with others. Help someone else. There's no shortage of people needing a helping hand now, and there's no better way to put your problems in perspective than helping someone else who's struggling. You can always Netflix and keep it creative, legal, and physically distanced while you're doing it. Lastly, be in tune with your body. Michelle, you have some great insights as how the pandemic affected your mental health. It's all so stressful for me, and it's like not anything I'm used to doing, so. Yeah. I don't know. And I think the whole idea of like um, having everything online and staying in my apartment the whole time is very like depressing. And like the whole quarantine, I felt like, like, yeah, I can like FaceTime my friends and stuff, but it's just not the same. Like just being alone by myself all the time, it's very like sad to me. And what are some signs of depression? Are you sleeping more and still feeling tired? Or maybe you're sleeping less? Has your weight changed because you're eating more or less? Are you finding people more annoying and getting short with them? Do you find yourself wanting to be alone? Are you drinking large amounts of alcohol or smoking anything? These are all signs of depression. It's the second hit of this pandemic. Just like any illness, recovery is much quicker and less painful the earlier you seek treatment. All universities have mental health resources, so make sure to take advantage of them. And if it's a friend or acquaintance who's in need, walk with them to get help. Remember, National Suicide Prevention Week is September 6th through the 9th. Check out www.activeminds.org to get involved or call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline if you or someone you know needs immediate help. The number is 1-800-273-8255. Someone is there 24-7. The number again, 1-800-273-8255. This has been the first installment of Safe Tea on the Streets, a regular feature on Safe Tea where we ask random people their thoughts about current issues impacting the lives of you and your peers. If you have a story you'd like to share or a topic for safety on the streets, contact us at rachelsfirstweek.org. Safe Tea is brought to you by Rachel's First Week. Executive producer, Mike Wilson from Airborne. Sound engineer, Ben Vauder. And a very special thanks to Healthcare Initiatives for their sponsorship of this podcast. Healthcare Initiatives, Inc. is an Indianapolis-based private foundation supporting the advancement of human health and well-being. Visit us on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter at hashtag Rachel's First Week. Don't forget the A in Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. We want to hear from you, so contact us at rachelsfirstweek.org. Don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss a single episode of Safe Tea. This is Georgia signing off. See you next time.